1: Hello everybody, Hunter here, and welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. And you know what? It's the second most wonderful time of the year, as far as the universal calendar is concerned. You know, you've got all these awesome events. You have Grinchmas. You have Halloween Horror Nights. But the Big Daddy, for the three drunkards that are on the show this evening... Is the Mardi Gras season, which is now celebrating its 25th anniversary at the Universal Orlando Resort. So you know, there's a lot to love about Universal Mardi Gras. There's the parade, there's the the concerts, uh, but mainly there's a lot of alcohol. I was
2: just saying, mainly there's the twisted taters. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. There, there's you can mobile just order your right. pizza fries now. You can push over the elderly and small children. There's a lot to love. About Marty, I feel like you know that meme of uh, Dave Chappelle. He's like, "Y'all got any more of those?" That's me with yes. beads at this point. Uh, don't worry, I do give them to a child at the end of the event. Oh
2: no, absolutely no, I do not do that. It's
1: after I push them, like, into <laughs> okay, coming. Yes. You know, no, those uh, are mine. I fought for those.
2: <laughs> They're my beads. I care about no one else.
1: I, I save one. To put on the 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 tree, you know, the iconic, okay. you know, it's right up there. It's yeah. like Universal Globe, Lighthouse, the bead tree. Yep. I bring really them
2: all home, put them on my dog, take a picture, put it on Facebook, and I'm done.
1: And promptly trash them. Yes. <laughs> Except with the Yabita donation. Donate oh, yes. 10 pounds and, and you get, a free, get a free pint. Yeah, there you go. So as you can tell from the two gentlemen that have been uh, – commiserating with me in the background the that's entire generous. time. I have Mr. Matt Hunsworth. Huh
2: hello. Man? Hello. That's the first time my last name's ever been said on the show, but I'll take it. You can cut it if you need yeah, to. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Eh, my identity is now spoiled. And then I have Mr. Cybertruck himself. <laughs> What's going on, Quint? Hey, how you doing? Good man. Good. I was really disappointed that uh, you and your Cybertruck weren't kicking off the parade this year, but you know it is what it ah, is. No. Yeah.
2: They, they need little they need little What are they? Shriner-size Tesla Cybertrucks driving in circles to lead the parade. I love that. that. that
1: That's awesome. That would be the only thing that would
2: make Mardi Gras better.
1: Could we get Quint in one of the hats, though?
2: Yes. Okay,
1: we need to. (laughs) I will answer for him. Yes, we can. Okay, I love this plan. (laughs) Quint, I'm sending you some symbols, too. Like, could you please be, like, the little clapping monkey? Yeah, no worries. That'd be incredible. I'll find you a nice vest. Like, we'll we'll do the whole shebang. But yes, in case you could not tell from this extended introduction, we are here to talk all about Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras, and I'm very fortunate to have been invited out to check out some of the new stuff that is coming to Universal's Mardi Gras this season, which just kicked off this last Saturday. Um, the first concert was with the Roots, kind of yes. you know, getting off to to a good start there, and uh, the festivities are going to continue all the way until April.
2: Now, I really was, and still am, when well, we're doing it right now, looking forward to talking to you about this because in all the years, Quint and I have covered Universal events, mainly Halloween Horror Nights, but we've done others independently and for the comp- uh, for Universal, invited. Mm-hmm. There's never been a Mardi Gras event in the- since we started. I'm not going to say there's never been one ever, but since we started doing this, there's not been one. So this is the first opportunity that news has had to cover a Mardi Gras media event. And I'm dying to know what they did. I mean, just bottom line, I want to hear all about uh, from when you arrived to when you left, and then we'll just discuss everything in between.
1: Sure, I mean absolutely. There's there's a little bit to discuss there. It's definitely not as elaborate as something like the Halloween Horror Nights event or anything like that, because you know yeah. you don't have ten that, houses I mean, to
2: walk. through. I mean that is that is got to be sure. it, that has to be the gold standard for them. I mean that has always been their marquee event throughout the entire year. It was their breadwinner for the for the longest time. Now the the entire park system is making money, but. They've always shown a spotlight on Halloween Horror Nights. But Mardi Gras is, and you open the show with this, it's a very close second. They take it very seriously. The fans take it very seriously. The theme park community. We're getting to the point that we're loving this as much as Halloween Horror Night. So I'm really happy to see them open the doors to a early event like this.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like there is a big push on that this year. Like I said, this is the 25th anniversary celebration, which is a huge deal. You know, they've been doing these parades. They've been doing the concerts for years and years and years now. And the fact that we are having such a big, long – you know, it has gone for several weeks now for, for years. But – you know we have it all the way until the end of April, and there's so many big, high-profile acts. Uh, probably some bigger concerts than they've ever done before. It's definitely the most elaborate parade they've ever done before. There's really a lot to to cover. Oh, and I almost forgot for you HHN fans, the tribute store is straight up a yeah. <laughs> for the first year ever. They are doing a dedicated Mardi Gras store. At Universal, and it completely pulls from what they do with the HHN tribute stores.
2: Well, go ahead and tell. I don't know how how closely Quint has followed, or a lot of listeners for that matter. But tell us. I, I know there's a direct tie in the Halloween hard Nights in this store.
1: Yes, absolutely. So if we want to start with the tribute store, so this is actually the last thing we did at the event. We okay. got after we had a chance to talk to uh, people like Laura and, and Blake we we were pulled out after we got a chance to try the food and we went to check out the tribute store which is, you know, for those of you who have been with HHN for a few years, the Tribute Store is nothing new. But this is the first time the Tribute Store has expanded into a separate event besides Halloween Horror Nights. So the Tribute Store is in two rooms. If you remember, uh, last year at 29, the Tribute Store was three rooms. It was uh, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, and the Universal Monsters. Mm -hmm. Here, it's actually themed to, well, New Orleans. So the first room is actually themed to, if I remember correctly, it's a cemetery slash graveyard right outside of lafayette or excuse me or in lafayette and then the next room is actually themed to the bayous of oh, wow. Louisiana. Okay. so there's a lot of fun callback there because we were actually confirmed by blake himself that props from graveyard games was appearing in that first section right. of the room and going we weren't told this officially but going into the bayou section of the room it's very reminiscent of what you could have expected to see at Dead Waters from 27. Okay. Or the right, other I, was, I was just
0: going to ask if, if there was Dead Water influence in there because <laughs> yeah. it makes complete sense to be.
1: And I know it's not like the only voodoo house they've ever done, but Dead Waters is the most recent comparison yeah. for sure. And, and I, it was the most elaborate voodoo house, too.
2: Exactly. And it was one of those ones that it was all inspiring to second you. It was one of those. Turn the corner moments, and you saw the riverboat on its not side, but listing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, everyone remembers that from that year.
1: Absolutely. I, I Plus, really
0: like the visuals all the way through that True. one. Yeah. Were absolutely. just amazing. Yep. So there's, yeah. I mean, I would hope they would at least pull from it. And then, yeah, any props that were left over or, or artwork left over, use it.
1: For sure. They definitely did. And, you know, Dead Waters is a maze I really liked a lot from 27. So being able to kind of recapture some of those flavors and a little bit of flavors from graveyard games last year was very cool that I got to check both those things out. Um, I will say that the – I, I don't know which one I preferred. I'm not sure if I preferred the cemetery <laughs> aesthetic or the bayou aesthetic. The, the I will say the tribute store feels, it, it might not be an actual size and space. It's a little bit more confined than the HHN tribute store, just because I don't think they're pumping through as many people through mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Sure. Um, yeah,
0: and they probably didn't order as much merch either.
1: Yeah, but there is some very cool merch. I mean, you can find your normal oh, things. Sure. Like, you can find the vests, you can find, like, the crowns and the masks, but the they've done special merch for... For the actual event, as far as I can tell, for the first time ever, like there is an awesome T-shirt that actually has the King Gator float right on the front. Oh, wow. With a okay. huge 25th anniversary celebration print right on the front of it there is an annual pass holder version of it the the regular version of it is just a standard black t-shirt and the ap version is actually purple and it says annual pass holder on the back if i remember correctly okay um but yes these two rooms very cool and you know we actually got to talk to the the lead designer on the store and he said yes it's definitely a direct love letter to hhn because they know such a huge portion of universal's audience loves that event and you know it is bread and butter for them, and the as well. He also said that those people are just huge fans of the event themselves, so they wanted to bring that flavor into the event. And more importantly, um, the the main reason they're doing this is because you know New Orleans, um, which I've had the opportunity to visit a couple times. You know, growing up or well, family being from the South and everything like that. New Orleans has such a distinct energy to it. Sure. And the, the, yeah. the creepy slash the, the, the spiritualism kind of like the occult side of it has always been ingrained in that city. And they've never really had a place to put that in universal's Mardi Gras event. And now they definitely do. Um, One other tidbit before I forget it, the cemetery section of it has that very distinct HHN earth smell.
2: I saw you post about that.
1: A lot of people were very excited to see that. Um, I posted on the Twitter, I'm like, for those of you curious, it smells like HHN, and it totally does. (laughs) Very, very cool.
0: So, it, it, you know, smells like HHN can mean so many things, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm thinking Exorcist to start with. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs>
1: For sure. For me, it's uh, buying 24-hour deodorant and then it failing halfway through the night. You know, it's, it's uh, a well, bunch of different that. things. <laughs> so you got... Uh, I guess a sneak peek at some of the floats. Yes, so we actually got to see. So inside the the media preview, we got to see three of the different floats, and they're all themed to kind of the new additions to the parade this year, which are the um, they're they're pirates themed. So something brand new to the event, and there's actually a couple more that we did not see. Like uh, I know, for instance, mild mild spoilers, but they're supposed to be uh, kraken related stuff. Oh wow! Um, okay. But the Three that we saw, there was a giant, uh, it was like a coral skull. That was a big feature. There was actually the big one in the middle is actually going to feature live Um, stunt actors who are actually sword fighting on top of the moving float and then there is the first float that you're supposed to see in this section of the parade which is actually like a map that is leading us on our journey and supposedly that map according to Blake is going to lead you through the journey that you are experiencing on well through the Mardi Gras parade Mm -hmm. they're actually telling a story and then once that story is concluded unfortunately I haven't had a chance to see the full parade yet like I said it literally just started yesterday but the yesterday at the time of recording of course but um it's going to lead you through that journey and then the old uh tried and true floats and some of the newer ones that they've introduced over the last two or three years are going to show up towards the end of that parade
2: cool yeah so sounds really cool yeah it does yeah i uh would be remiss if i did not ask a follow-up question to a text you sent me at 1103 which said tequila at 11 o'clock in the morning so what was up with the food and drink for this event
1: yeah so there's all sorts of different food you know there's kind of like the old favorites which are you know the po' boy sandwiches and they've got the gator bites and uh you know the beignets and the king cakes are back but there's some new things as well um what we're specifically discussing here are the drinks. So there's four different mixed drinks. Um, there's Lord, key- oh my God, yeah, no, <laughs> and stuff. They really need to stop doing that.
0: Very, very you know, cool. I want to. I want to go to this event with Matt because Matt on the hard alcohol uh, is always fun. Yes, uh, Quentin, and yeah, Quentin I did
2: Mardi Gras We're going to talk about this this episode and yeah. oof. well,
1: I can't say either of <laughs> us were a brainiac with the Jello shot. We'll get to that too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, you know, I believe in you. To be perfectly honest, I think you can make it.
2: Uh, so you had a sampling of the drink, the food and drink at this.
1: Yes. Yeah, so there's there's four different drinks, if I remember correctly. So there's the uh, the high seas twister, which they describe as like a rum punch. There's the blue voodoo, which is a uh, like a blue margarita yeah, style drink. There's probably a Something or other in there. Yep, yeah, there's, there's a bourbon street punch. Oh, Lord. I'm and, already drunk just hearing this. Yeah, thing. I know. And there <laughs> is a, uh, there's a, unfortunately, oh, here it is the Hoodoo cold brew, which was a pecan vodka cold brew that they pair with the beignets. So that I. That sounds actually. Really tasty. Yeah, you kind of got a a little bit of everything. Um, There was also the girl from Ipanema. I think that's correct. Okay. And uh, that was like a gin coconut. And I think that was my favorite out of the, the four. I feel like well, I listened. You had all now. four, so I had a shot of all four. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah, still yeah. jealous. Yeah. I uh, there was a dog under the table. I just kept feeding it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's that. There's the food options now. Something for you, HHN fans, including you two gentlemen. Um, there's uh, they they've they've done the specialty glasses before, but they've brought back kind of the traditional round HHN Blinky cup Good. design okay, yes. for Mardi oh, Gras with yeah, exactly. the purple and the green yeah. lights.
0: Oh nice. thank God! I'm I'm hoping that's important for HHN this year because <laughs> yeah. um, the square cups just mm, they're just not good.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I'm thinking, you know, they just ordered a huge stockpile of them. Um, you know, they yep. were. On, they oh, were on. I
0: know what happened. I I agree with you. <laughs> I, I they ordered a big stockpile, had to use them for a few years, and now they're finally out. Yeah,
2: the wonderlust yep. of the idea of putting two drinks in one was great on the surface, but then. Putting it into practice.
1: Yeah, you ended up kind of picking at them. The round yeah. cups is the right move yeah. for sure. Um, something interesting that they're doing for the first time ever, or at least it sounds like the first time ever, I'm pretty sure it is, is that they are doing a uh, basically kind of a taste around the world. So yes. every week or two weeks, they're going to introduce new flavors oh, into wow. the Oh, wow. Okay, event. cool. So I've actually pulled it up. Unfortunately, I don't remember it from memory. I'm going to lie to you fine folks at home. But the week one and two is going to be Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, weeks three and four is Louisiana Creole. Uh, Brazil is week five and six. In Germany is week seven and eight. So Ooh, cool. you can visit the event quite often. Which the for those of you who are fortunate enough to be local, you know Mardi Gras really panders towards us. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and try out new things every single time, which I think is great. I, I was I was on the
0: board until you went Germany, and I'm like the fuck does germany have to do with mardi gras i
1: actually got
2: excited about the possibilities of new taps when i went ooh to germany
0: so well that's i, I get that and i knew why you went ooh to yeah. germany but i'm just trying to <laughs> i'm doing the mental gymnastics here of trying to marry germany to mardi gras and i'm thinking like october gras? oh okay uh, marty fest i don't know but but i think I think doing doing Mardi Gras and Lederhosen would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I might do that.
1: <laughs> um, if you guys want to really get in on some hilarious stuff, they are bringing back the Bayou Boil this year. So yes, if we just want to go yeah, absolutely yeah. nuts mm. Mm. on some crawfish and just have yeah. uh, fish fingers for the rest of the event, then uh, <laughs> we know where to go, right?
0: I have to say, um, the food at, at Mardi Gras is probably some of the best food, yep. theme park food I've had ever.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I do. Um, even, there, even the red rice and beans when we had it that one year mm. was really good. Yeah. But I'm like, holy crap. Like, you know, for a theme park, red rice and beans is something where you could just like, you can go really, really simple and, and really, really cheap and really, really like whatever. But it they didn't. It was tasty and it was delicious. And I think, um, yeah, I think they do a really good job with the food at Mardi Gras.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's uh, And, you know, it's just so different. It is, there. there's a bit of that for me, you know, just kind of like, taste of home that that southern Mm -hmm. um like for instance i mentioned the po boy particularly i'm a big fan of the chicken and andouille sausage po boy i think it's great but there's also a catfish one um they're kind of my go-to's during the event um those are tried and true of course but what's interesting is um i also think this is the first time this year i would recommend you check the website at universal orlando to make sure that you've got all the right information like Pretty much all the major venues in CityWalk are also featuring Mardi Gras-themed items. So all, of, all of them? Almost all okay. of them have I, something. There's always been
2: something post-Mardi Gras party for at least... I'm going to say two to four venues but it sounds like there's more than that yeah
1: I think there's something like maybe like eight to ten wow, um, for okay. instance like Hot Dog Hall of Fame got oh, in on it this year have never been
2: on um, yeah, that's never been one that I recall
1: Twosome is doing so you know uh, Mardi Gras tradition you have the king cake they're doing a one of their famous like shakes but it's themed to the king cake Voodoo's doing Mardi Gras donuts
2: <laughs> I, I, I immediately looked at the clock on the computer I'm like is it too late to go right now no it is too late god damn it <laughs> oh my god
1: Twosomes Sounds
2: amazing. I know, right? I was like, yeah, Hunter got me way too excited. I was like, we need to cut this short and go to Tucsom's like now.
1: <laughs> right this minute. Um Pat O'Brien's is doing something, Breadbox is doing something, even Cinnabon's doing something. What? So it sounds like they're they're really <laughs> okay. going all in on it.
0: Oh. That's really cool. That's I, I, that I'm, cool. I'm happy about that because I think I think to me the food was like I said, the food is a highlight for uh, for this event and for them to like get city walk and, and all the, you know, as much of their property in and out as possible yep. is awesome. For sure.
2: I mean, uh, uh, we're this, the feed that this is on that most people are hearing it's Halloween Horror nights related. Halloween Horror nights is, is a worldwide thing at this point. I mean, people plan their vacations around it. I've always felt Mardi Gras to be, not entirely local, but more of a local celebration of the people that have supported the park the entire year round. Sure. It's like you come to horror nights, but you also come the entire year. Here's your party, mm-hmm. and they have bands, and food, and beer. And I've always been a huge Mardi Gras fan. In fact, my first visit, not just to an event, but Universal itself, is is a uh, been a Mardi Gras event. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. I think.
1: Yeah, I, w- I was actually wanting to talk to you guys about that, because for me, Mardi Gras did not happen until like what you just mentioned, Matt, um, which was upon moving to Florida and becoming a local. It's been almost 10 years since that for me now. But um, obviously, you've been here a lot longer. Quint, you visited uh, quite a bit before you and I had a chance to come. So, Quint, actually, let's start with you. What was your first Mardi Gras experience?
0: Um, so this was what uh, four years ago, Matt? Yeah, it was uh, after the first year that we started uh, catacombs. So, yeah, so it was year. about four yeah. or five years yeah. ago. Yeah, whatever. Um, I was I was really stressed at work. I had been. Yes. I, I was at Apple at the time. I think uh, that's no secret anymore. I don't think. Um, and I've been. <laughs> it doesn't working matter on now specific, if it is. is.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm revealing Last names, job stuff. positions. Yeah. You know, we're just we're burning down everything. <laughs>
0: I've been working on some secret projects, and we'd been burning the candle at both ends, and I was just I was just floored. And so I decided I was gonna go out and visit Matt because uh, I think the real reason was we were gonna go to a lightning sharks game and, yes. uh, and we just so happened that the timing was I was coming through one of the Mardi Gras weeks and we, you know, of course, we're gonna go to Mardi Gras or gonna go to the Universal if I'm there. So we went to Mardi Gras and I didn't really have any expectations from the event Mm -hmm. um i knew it was just kind of a big party and and you know it's it's themed after the mardi gras in in new orleans so it's like okay but this sounds like a good thing to blow off some steam and do some stress relief and yeah i I just i had a super time i remember going we we had way too much fun stealing beads from little (laughs) girls and and uh uh eating some really good food and oh my god some of the sweets that we had were just just freaking divine um, yeah, I, I just, you know, it was, it was something very, I, I did not expect it to be nearly as good as it was.
2: And then I, I, I it wasn't an arm twisting thing, but it's like, we have to see the parade. You're going to be very surprised at this mm-hmm. parade. Cause you, you've probably seen what they passed for a parade up to that point. And we we're waiting for the parade and the jello shot girl
0: came by. Oh, <laughs> well yeah. And so I'm, I'm like okay well I, I need to get matt super drunk and we were already i think we were already getting picked up by christy yeah so. we, it was all yeah, it was all good we were we were good to drink whatever we wanted to drink yes yeah. and so i'm like okay you know I, we wave over the jello shot girl and she comes over and and you know i do the transaction and and we grab our jello shots and uh,
2: so we dig at the I, jello shots With our tongues, much like Gene Simmons at a farewell concert. I say, did you breathe fire at the end? Yeah, and then then we're like finally looking at the jello shot going, what is this weird yellow thing in there for? And we twisted and we're like, oh, this yellow thing is to release the jello shot from the cup so we didn't have to use our tongues that whole damn time we struggled with the jello (laughs) shot.
0: Yeah, by the time we'd figured that out, there was like jello all over our fingers, jello all over our faces, jello in my beard. I'm like, well, that was interesting oh we're idiots yeah
2: great and some old lady God. laughed at us and then we stole all our beat. so
1: we pushed her over and stole her beads. Um, some say that uh, you can still smell the the Jello on these two gentlemen's <laughs> yeah. facial hair from time to time. It's uh, if the wind blows just yes. right and you uh, you cross yourself three times. Um, so Matt, you know, being local, when was your first Mardi Gras? Wow,
2: experience? okay, this is I, I said it earlier in this episode, and it's it's completely true. My very first trip to Universal was a Mardi Gras event. It was 1998. Mm-hmm. That's when I moved here. The first, literally, and I don't mean this, this is 100% literally, it's no figurative whatsoever. The first weekend I moved to Florida, I went to Universal Studios, and it happened to be during Mardi Gras, and I saw the Jeff Healy Band oh. play. Yes, of all people. Oh. Rest in peace. He's passed away since rest in Roadhouse. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Roadhouse.
0: Roadhouse. <laughs> so Roadhouse.
2: I, I was, And it's actually a very... Um, disappointing thing to set yourself up for because when you go back four months later and say, what do they got tonight? And there's absolutely nothing happening. It's like, Oh hell. But that Mardi Gras season, that season was not my only concert. A friend came to visit me within a month, month and a half later. And we went to see Huey Lewis in the news. So my, my first within my first half dozen trips to universal were two Mardi Gras events. And as much as I love Halloween Horror nights, there's no denying that I love it. We started the podcast where one of the first to if not the first to focus on the, the subject as a whole Mardi Gras holds a very special place to me as being my introduction to not only universal, but a seasonal event. And I love going each and every year. And it kills me. It absolutely kills me that I was had prior engagements yesterday as of this recording to not open Mardi Gras. The first Mardi Gras I haven't opened in like, Five,
1: six years. Wow. You yeah, know, it's killing me. That's super heavy. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever forgive you. <laughs> uh, very, you know, you're talking about Huey Lewis in the news, and I thought for sure you were going to go off like on the American uh, psycho monologue. Or no, anything. no. They really came into their own in 1983 with sports.
2: No, I, I was I, if I was going to go anywhere, I was going to talk about seeing Huey duck off in the corner and pee off the side of the stage, <laughs> but I was going to leave that alone.
1: <laughs> Most incredible experience of all time. Now, what about you, though? That's, that's
2: why I wanted to have this discussion, because I think we're going to yeah. have very three, uh, three very different points in time experiencing Mardi Gras.
1: So my first time going to Mardi Gras was, well, last decade now, <laughs> beginning <laughs> of last decade, and that would have been 2011. Wow, okay. Um you know, I'm pretty good about remembering. this
2: first year of Halloween Hard Nights, by the way. Yeah, 2011. <laughs>
1: there you go. You got the saws and steam men. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, speaking God, of which. I, that fun- was
0: such a great maze. Yes.
1: <laughs> fun fact. This HHN, it's been 10 years since the Zombie Gras Scare Zone, which I think is pretty crazy that yeah. they actually did that. Uh, Blake and I, actually, I'm like, do you guys remember when you did the Mardi Gras zombie zone? He's like, oh, man, I forgot we did that. Um, Pretty great. I'm actually looking at the header image right now, and it's a zombie with beads wrapped around his fingers. It's pretty (laughs) great that they did that for 20 years of fear. Uh, What a clever concept, because it actually exited out from the house that year, if I remember correctly.
2: It Uh, did, yes. It was a... a, uh... I don't know if it was a voodoo house, but I, that's what I'm going to say. It was uh,
1: zombie Geddon from 20. yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And it exited out. That was in the San Francisco section of the park. And they actually had the universal Mardi Gras floats right there, which was pretty great. Um, but anyways, you know, my first trip to Mardi Gras was 2011, maybe 2012, uh, kind of in that range. No, it would have had to have been 2011 because uh, 2012, I was living in Orlando doing my Disney college program at the time. And, I'm pretty good about the musical stuff, but I do not remember if I saw a band that evening. I'm going to be perfectly honest. But just being able to go and experiencing the – not only the food but the ambiance and being able to check out this parade, which is still probably my favorite parade currently in the Orlando area and it's only been improved upon since then. Um, it does have a very special tie to me. Uh, we, we talked previously on the, the last episode where I got to go and talk to Laura Sauls about the Grinchmas and the holiday event and everything like that. I, I had a chance my first ever visit to Universal was the during the holiday event but this being mardi gras and that's when i first became like a pass holder because for me you know it was all about the wizarding world of harry potter that (laughs) just opened um it really showed what universal was all about and how it was different from their competition um and and you know neighboring parks and everything like that so i do have such a special soft spot for it
2: i do want to say since you brought up Wizarding World of Harry Potter, to this day, I've not seen one minute of
0: Harry Potter in my life.
1: I think you need to fix this. I
0: do need to see it. Uh, no, I no yet. you don't. I, I've, watched, <laughs> I've watched a couple of them. Matt, you're going to be bored out of your mind. <laughs> I, I know your movie taste. I know your stuff. And don't get me wrong. The, the whole Harry Potter stuff, that whole phenomenon is something that is... Whatever it is, but I know you, Matt, and you you will shoot yourself if you watch more than one of them. Okay. I won't watch it. The
1: original film is a beautiful child fantasy film, which features uh, concepts and uh, ideals that are still relevant in today's trying day and age. Um, So I urge you, if you're listening at home. Wow. Sorry. Okay.
0: Wow. just, uh, Just a cough
1: sorry mm, i can tell i can tell anyways i'm just bullshitting too so we're good um <laughs> even though i have an attachment to it i don't expect everyone to love it but yes universal mardi gras but you know i said i didn't remember my first musical experience matt you definitely went off about that being oh, yeah. a big music guy um you know i think i'm most excited currently for ario uh, Speedwagon, wagon i think their ballads are gonna do me in they're playing on march 7th let's yeah we let's look at this
0: are Speedwagon's speed coming
1: yeah ario Speedwagon, cool in the oh, gang um, is gonna be let
0: there me, let me just um pause a little to go and book some tickets that's
1: <laughs> what i'm saying man cool in the gang february
2: 22nd
0: yeah <laughs> get, <it>? the, <laughs> get down on it that is the joke i was working
2: on <laughs> pre-show
1: it's it's literally um, the the lineup is is very much kind of a love letter for previous Mardi Gras events. Um, I do think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention um, on March 22nd you have Marshmallow playing. Yeah, okay. and Marshmallow is, in my opinion, he's the the Fallout Boy of this year. You know, like the really big nab. I'm actually going to be very interested to see how that turns out because I think it's going to be a madhouse, mm. especially with EDM music being as popular as it is now. <laughs> um, but you have, uh, you know, you. You mentioned Cool in the Gang. Um, you've got Diana Ross,
0: Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a pretty pretty awesome lineup this year. Yeah,
1: you kind of hit bad. all your bases. Um, you have, I
0: mean, it's no Olivia Newton John, but no, hey. it, yeah, and it never will be. <laughs> Sorry, a B to it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh,
1: I've, I I know this this great parody website because we were surprised that Pitbull. And uh, Jason Derulo did not make their appearance on the lineup this year because they pretty much always make it. And uh, apparently they're stuck in a hot air balloon above Atlanta right now, which you, is why they couldn't make it.
2: You don't know of the days where Casey and the Sunshine Band were the fill-in for anyone to canceled. Those are the Mardi Gras days I grew up with here in Orlando.
0: It's like... Yes, it's, Grandpa. Yeah, They're exactly.
2: Yeah, it. it's, a, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like Vanilla Ice couldn't make it, so here's Casey in the Sunshine Band.
1: It's just him and like 18 hired guns. It pretty much. Yeah. Is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, good for him. <laughs> He's pulling in it. Um, but yes, Jason Derulo and Pitbull did not make it this year, and um, just give give them the uh, Viking ceremony that they deserve.
2: So now, I, this isn't something I plan to talk about, but we can absolutely talk about it now. A, a big part of this show, a friend of all of us talking about it, has uh, been incorporated in this year's Mardi Gras event. Shelby, a yes. I don't want to say former co-host, but a a, a co-host of the show. Um, she dips out then now and then when she's working for Universal. But a, a, again, a very big presence of the show. Shelby Denham, ShelbyDenhamArt.com, has done... I don't know if I'm up to say the number, but she's done at least one print we've seen for Mardi Gras so far this year. And let me tell you, I think it's not a spoiler to say you're going to see more this season.
1: Yes, I think, I would uh, imagine. I think our good friend over at Windiguts has the, uh, I believe she said she's doing three prints for Mardi Gras. That was the number
2: I wasn't going to say. Thank you, Hunter, for just railroading that
1: right in there yeah, well you also along, said shelby denomar along, Denimard, along who, with my last name you follow the brand friend look I'm, I'm out to expose all of you uh the fact that you guys are, are tampa bay lightning fans um, i am not
0: no 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 god i was cheering for the sharks you moron
1: okay okay that makes a little bit more sense I'm going Holy to offend some people uh, with that Do you one. know where I live? <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, are we still Yeah. Playing? Well, I'm not going to tell you, but
0: it's closer to the Sharks than it is Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha. you. But yes, she's doing three prints. And the first one, um, actually in the Tribute Store, there is a... Um, I'm going to be honest, kind of creepy voodoo figure. Um, and It's really cool. His yeah. name is uh, Baron Saturday. He also has a uh, more traditional French name, but he was explained to us as Baron Saturday. And uh, he's very, very cool. Um, he's wearing, I don't know how else to describe it, but he's wearing traditional voodoo garb. And he's wearing like the band Ghost Makeup. Um, I know Ghost did not invent that makeup style, but that's immediately the first thing that I thought of. Um, He's very, very neat. And he is in the second room, the Bayou room of the Tribute Store. And Shelby's first print is all about Mr. Baron Saturday.
0: And the, the color scheme on it, I think, is amazing. I yes. love the purple color scheme. I think that it's it's just and, and obviously it works with the lighting in that room very very well. But even still, I've seen other shots of it in people's people's homes and things, and uh, that that purple color scheme with with the um, the content is just it's absolutely perfect. I love
1: it. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and I can't until you were in the room with the Baron himself, I think pictures kind of undersell it too, because he is so lifelike. It's, it's genuinely creepy. Um, it is like the most lifelike, not lifelike thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Not a live thing, I guess I should say.
0: And I think she, she captured, not only did she capture the, the character and the, 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 um, the, the physical things really well. She captured the spirit of the event so well in that one.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, spirit intended, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, he's super of cool and, and yeah. contributes to that HHN theme for sure. And um, man, there's, there's just so much about Mardi Gras. Uh, To really love at Universal. And uh, between the food and the parade and this awesome tribute store and the concerts, like there's literally so much to do this year. Oh, and all the city walk options. Yes, there's so much to check out.
0: Um, You're skipping the drinks again,
1: skipping the (laughs) drinks, but you know, just go go have a purple (laughs) haze for us.
0: Kind of oh, got a one-track mind. Yeah, there. I mean, Ooh, it's
2: just not. Haze. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to uh, uh, get us down another road and extending this too much longer. But yeah, Abita. Uh, you made the Abita beads joke, but Abita. This is this is my chance, and anyone out uh, of the beer fan, chance to get a really huge selection of Abita and New Orleans and Louisiana beers on draft in Central Florida, and that is. I, I, I don't go to Mardi Gras to get the beer. I go because I enjoy the event. But I cannot ignore the fact that I
1: peruse the beer tents
2: many 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 times during sure. this. It's it's such a great uh, a thing showcase for Louisiana beers.
1: We all love the the Purple Haze, and I think all of us will also back up the Handy Gator. If you need, oh a, yeah, if you yep. need a choice. Those are your two. Those are your two Mardi Gras beers of choice from your friends over here at Neozes. Yes.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't do, have I tried the the Gator one? Right? Uh, I don't recall. I want to think you did, but I,
2: if you didn't, we're going to take care of that
0: uh, uh, next, next time music. around. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really, um, really good. But, but the Purple Haze is definitely something I can wholeheartedly back up. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd be remiss to uh, not mention it, but I do want to just give a special shout out to uh, Universal for having us over and checking this out. So, of course, our good friends over at the Universal Orlando Resort, um, including Allie and Linda from the public relations team, uh, just for their hospitality, you know, on behalf of the resort. Thanks so much for having us out. And, uh, man... We have a great time. Well, I had a great time. I'm sorry for you, suckers. No, I'm I'm
2: happy for you. I'm always always grateful when they include us in their media events. And I was happy to uh, uh, extend to you the offer because I I just could not make it with my schedule. And I'm glad you were there to cover it. And I'm glad we were able to. I'm I'm really glad you and I are sitting here face-to-face talking. And I'm glad Quint came on, too, because it's, like I said, three different perspectives from three different parts of the country, about Mardi Gras, it's an event we all love. I, not, I don't think a negative word was said about this event this entire recording, which is
0: huge
2: in this community at this point. For sure.
1: Definitely yeah. make it out to Mardi Gras. Find the, the concert you most want to check out. make it, make it a weekend trip. you know Find, find the one that, that means the most to you, and, and come out and check out everything that Mardi Gras has to offer, because I really think it's worth a trip. And if, if you can, you know, well, look. Here's how it's going to be. If you can only make one trip to Universal this season, make sure it's for Halloween Horror Nights, right? That's why you're cool. here. But if you can make two, come check out Mardi Gras. Yes, <laughs> I agree. 100%. I know, and
0: yep. let's be honest. I mean, if there's a band that you really want to go see, try and do that. If there's not, don't, don't worry about that. Just go any night. They're, I mean, whether there's music or not, it's it's a really, really good time Um I don't think you need to go to a, a show in in during the evening or any of that kind of stuff to to really get a good time at of Mardi Gras.
2: Yeah, that's a big evolution from my first visit in '98. Is the fact that it runs every night, they have a parade every night, and they have the French Quarter every night. It, that didn't used to be a thing. Yeah, back then it's it's yeah. I mean, it's I, I, I honestly think I, I said it earlier. I honestly think it's the uh, the locals' party. It's thank for thank you for supporting us all year. Thank you for being. Uh, uh, Universal fans And let's have a good time I, It's I'm, <laughs> It's my second favorite event I, There's really no question There's this uh, there's Halloween Hard Nights and then this is a very close second I love it, absolutely love it
1: it's uh, it's the greatest time of year, except for Halloween Horror <laughs> Nights. I'm going to keep putting that description. Right. You know, at the beginning of the show, I accidentally slipped up. I said it runs till the end of April, but the event does run from February 1st until April 2nd, okay. so yep. you've got plenty of time. you got two months to come check it out. you got all of February and all of March and the very beginning of April to come check it out, so... <laughs> Uh, And like Matt said, uh, you can check out the parade and pretty much all the offerings except for the concerts every night. And the concerts are every single week on Saturdays Mm -hmm. at eight 30.
2: Well, let me thank you Hunter again for attending the media event on behalf of Neozez, and let me thank Quint for jumping on. I mean, this is a, uh, this is one of those things where I just turned the corner and said, Hey, you want to see if Quint will join us? And you were uh, very accommodating and we had a very fun conversation and I think it really enhanced uh, uh, our channel's love
0: and our support for Mardi Gras. So thank you, Quinn, for joining us tonight. Anytime. What was I going to do? Like watch a football game? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like 98% of the country is doing right now. Right. Yeah pretty incredible well hey guys once again well i know you just did the closing but i just wanted to say thank you to you both for having me on i'm Absolutely. more than happy to be a part of the team and we'll be back with i'm guessing more hhn content just in a, a couple weeks yeah uh,
2: there's there's that whole uh Quint and i want to finish out yeah, we our, what we set out to do and <clears throat> Yeah, I meant to do that like three, four months ago and just quite haven't finished it. Year. <laughs> Years ago, whatever,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just I, I feel like it's it's good for us to give kind of the good folks at home a little bit of a stinger. So, um, we've got, you know, we're, we're going to do 24. We've yep. got that retrospective. Nope. We do, yeah. And then uh, we have a funny, well, funny. I'm sure it will be funny, but we've got a fun celebration episode we do, planned yes. as well. Yes. Um, so
2: We have something to discuss about where 24 ends and where 25 is going to begin let's say that
1: the drama begins of course this is the year of HHN 30 huge decade celebration year and uh, we're just excited to share all of it with you guys so for those of you at home checking us out for the first time thank you for joining us over at the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights really appreciate you and for you diehards you loyal listeners you boils and ghouls thanks again for the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, my name is Hunter, and for Matt yes. and Quint, Hello. thank you for listening.
2: Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at newsaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening. All right, Hunter, this is your show. You're going to start it.
1: Oh, boy. You sure? Yeah. If you can't, (laughs) I didn't even write an intro. Oh, my Jesus. You wanted me to? I didn't know that. Why
0: did we get an amateur to do this, (laughs) man? I know, right?
1: Wow. I did not podcast since 2011 to be. Oh, my God. I've been doing this for 10 years. Jesus. When did Live get the pluses? I don't know. Are they like a Don't different the band? What? They're live live. Bell Biv DeVoe. The fuck is that? Uh, they do that. Poison. <laughs> you know, that one?
0: Nope. All right. Not ringing a bell. Did, did they do it in the 80s? Yes. Oh, well, then I should know it.
1: Yeah, um, I bet you'd know. It's been featured in a lot of stuff. Are you pulling it up, Matt? No, I'm actually trying to make sure I'm... My cool and the gang reference is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're quoting the right band. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to pull it up and you're like, oh shit, that's Run DMC. Yep. <laughs> Take it away, Hunter. Whenever I'm ready. Whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> if you are who you say you yeah. <laughs> are. I even tagged you and out you of. I did. I saw that. You yes. didn't even go and like that. No, I didn't because I, I didn't, was still mad. I felt so hurt. You should be. I didn't know you were actually mad. Wow. No, I was. No, I know you're not. <laughs> okay. but, yeah, I'm going to like it right now,
2: <laughs> if I can find it. That was so two days ago. Yeah. Literally.
1: You literally have to dig back like four whole tweets in between my rants about Animal Crossing and all Nintendo your raccoon Switch.
0: pictures. It's kind of like my old fascination with Shania Twain on mute.
1: Yeah, I understand that. Except that time she tried to do uh, You Shook Me All Night Long at the award show, and we're like, please, Shania, please never do that again. Wasn't <laughs> she married to Mud mute, Lang so. for a while?
2: I don't know. You exceeded un-
1: my country <laughs> music
2: knowledge ten minutes ago, and we didn't even talk about this <laughs> ten minutes ago.
0: We used to we used to get ice time late at night in the in the rink back home, and because that was the only time it was cheap enough for us to play beer hockey, and we'd go play beer hockey, and then when the beer was when we were well into the beer and we couldn't skate anymore, then we'd stumble through the lobby and into the next rink, and we'd we'd curl until five in the morning.
2: I dry curled at a. IAPA convention. <laughs> <Wow>. I, uh, <laughs> I remember my first dry curl. Um, it was no ice. It was just a, a, a smooth surface with roller <laughs> boulders. Oh, no. I have too much to choose to end this episode on.
1: All right. And three, two hello what? what three what was that three two it's an intro it's a we countdown have, we have never done that you've never done a countdown no,
2: here's a here's the countdown of catacombs shut uh. <laughs> you done let's go
0: <coughs> this is all going in by the well, way the, i oh, mean the, count, the countdown for catacombs is usually matt starts fucks up matt restarts fucks up matt restarts again fucks up again okay. matt starts
1: and yes, then decides to go. keep up the, the, the four fuck and up. And then
0: just like, say, just, fuck it, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, and he just says, fuck it, I'll edit this.
1: Hello. Three, two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hello, three, two, hello. <laughs> oh,
0: the uptakes hello. for this one are already fucking in the bag. Yep.
1: <laughs> the worst part is the intro I'm such a perfectionist about, but by the time I reach like the middle point of the show, I say, fuck it, it's going in.